Hi, I'm Jenny Bryson, and you are listening to Expanding Consciousness. Listening to this episode may induce altered states of consciousness for some listeners. For this reason, do not listen to this episode while driving or operating heavy machinery. Welcome back to the Awakening Hour, expanding consciousness for unlimited potential. You've probably noticed by now that each episode of this podcast is a journey through the intricate landscape of the mind, offering insights and strategies to break free from the deeply ingrained patterns that limit our potential. I offer discussions and powerful guided visualizations to help illuminate the path of self-discovery and empowerment. I invite you to join me each week as we explore the hidden barriers to personal growth and learn how to dismantle them, paving the way for a renewed sense of freedom and clarity. Whether you're seeking to overcome specific challenges or you simply aspire to elevate your overall well-being, this podcast provides the tools and the wisdom to foster profound and lasting change. In this series of quantum journeying sessions, we're exploring realms beyond the conventional. We're venturing into the expanse that lies beyond the veil. And our mission, of course, is to navigate these uncharted territories so that we can harness the power of manifestation in its most potent form. It's here in these lighter densities that the true essence of creation and transformation resides. This approach transcends traditional methods of manifesting within the confines of our tangible reality. And instead, I offer you an invitation to transcend these boundaries, to discover the profound tools and insights available in the ethereal realms beyond the veil. Beyond this particular series within this podcast, I provide guided visualizations that serve as a bridge to this extraordinary space. They should empower you to bring back invaluable insights and energies into your everyday life. But the journey doesn't stop at just visualization. While some explore alternative paths, including substances, to reach these altered states of consciousness, I advocate for a more grounded and profound approach known as quantum journeying. This method opens doors to unparalleled dimensions of consciousness and facilitates profound healing and the realization of abundant living. As your guide through this quantum landscape, I'm dedicated to assisting you to access these expanded states of being so that you can foster healing, joy, and an enriched life experience. In this 11-part series, I'm privileged to share the journey of one of my clients whose firsthand experience with quantum journeying offers a vivid glimpse into the transformative potential of this practice. You'll hear direct excerpts from his session, providing you a unique window into the process and its profound impact. He shares his personal reflections, the sensations experienced during the session, and the transformative insights he gained. 
In previous episodes, my client spoke of surface forgiveness, how to heal a hardened heart, walking in love and forgiveness, why it's important to speak your truth, living a perfect life and what that means. And he receives much wisdom from his guide, Michelle. He learns that we all must sit at our table, which means we must walk the path we came here to walk. And in so doing, we set an example for others so that they may also sit at their tables. We can encourage them to do so with a simple smile or acknowledgement or an act of kindness. A number of Bible verses are discussed and broken down to be considered from a different perspective. And according to my client's guide or guardian angel, Michelle, spirit and energy are one and the same. When you are in high spirits, you are in high energy and vice versa. In previous episodes, my client speaks with his grandma, who had passed about a year prior to the session, and learns that contrary to what he believed, she was never holding him back. She tells him to go do what he is called to do, and that is to be love and light. We are reminded that everything is connected. We are reminded of our silver cord and that we are always free to go, free to travel within the dimensions. On that note, Michelle tells my client and I that we were currently meeting in the space between two dimensions. We're advised that we must be specific in our questions and in our intentions because energies think differently and interpret things differently in these dimensions. Michelle reminds us that this concept is illustrated by the biblical Sermon on the Mount. We are also reminded that everything, every thought, every action, is recorded in this quantum realm and that we may always access these quantum records. We learn that the destination for our session was inside of us, that our soul can be likened to a ball existing inside of us, that when we leave the body physically during dreams or other times, this ball is attached to a silver cord for our return. As an example, the image is described as the shape of a human, more of an outline with an orb of light in the belly. That's why it's said that all answers lie within. We explore the symbol of a lighthouse and learn that we must be the light so that others can find us in their darkness. We also receive a lesson on how to use mirrors to peer inside of our soul. In these sessions, my client continually holds space with his guides, his ancestors, and other higher energies, loved ones who have gone before, or well-known personalities such as Martin Luther King Jr. As the sessions progress, my client connects with his guardian angel, Michelle, and other energies gather around as well, and they all accompany him on his journey. He's introduced to an analogy of houses for understanding multi-dimensional interactions and experiences in our everyday lives. We dropped a pin in this scene, much like you would do on a map, so that my client can return here at any time he wishes with his simple intention. My client's guardian angel then shows him why it's important to be the light you came here to be and gives him an energy alignment for such purposes. My client's healing team then instructs him on how to do this alignment for himself using breath. They teach him that healing is about belief, and they teach him how to gain belief. Finally, he meets with the counsel of his guides, ancestors, and helpful spirits and receives instruction from them on how he can elicit their physical assistance in this 3D reality to accomplish things in his daily life. 
and the session we'll hear today, conducted over a year ago, my client experiences a transfer of his consciousness into another's body in order to gain a full understanding of that body's feelings and beliefs. From this, he learns the reason people have suicidal thoughts and why it's important to live your purpose. He learns that often people are progressing toward their goals but cannot perceive the milestones, that you must live with joy and purpose and recognize that each moment, each day, you are growing toward your higher self. My client receives further understanding on the principle of three waves of volunteers described in Dolores Cannon's book by the same name. This understanding is provided by a higher energy. He also receives a vision of new earth, an explanation of deja vu, and a full understanding of how to manifest within the lighter densities. He receives what is referred to as the secret of manifesting, and it's not what you may think it is. We also broke from tradition and agreed ahead of time due to the nature of our project that he would ask his guides a question on my behalf. It was a very high energy session and several unique and interesting energetic things happened. I'll post a discussion of those occurrences in the next episode. And before we begin, I want to speak briefly again on how communication happens within the lighter densities of consciousness. We're all familiar with the five senses we use to interpret and navigate our lives here within our everyday waking reality. But within the lighter densities of consciousness, we each have a full toolbox of additional senses which we use to interpret our experiences. I've spoken of these additional senses and how they play into intuition in previous episodes, so I'm not going to go into detail here, but it's important to understand that within a quantum session, we easily transition into using these innate higher senses to retrieve information. Sometimes it's challenging to translate what we retrieve with these senses into language that can be understood by those using only five senses. Often within a session, my clients pause for long periods of time while they make this translation so that they're able to describe their experience to me. For ease of listening, I've eliminated all of the pauses for this episode. If you're curious and you want to listen to the extended version with all of the pauses intact, just contact me. I'm sure we can make it happen. But be forewarned, some of these sessions are up to five hours long when all the pauses are included. Guided quantum journeying is helpful to many, but it's not right for everyone. I'd be happy to talk to you about the process and discuss whether or not it would be right for you at this time. Just drop me an email with your name, your phone number, and the best time to reach you, and I'll give you a call. I'm pretty easygoing and there won't be any pressure. In fact, you may sense the reverse of pressure when I call. The email address to request a call is freeconsult at expandingconsciousness.info. That's freeconsult at expandingconsciousness.info. Okay, let's listen in now to my client's fourth quantum journeying session with me. For the very first impressions that you have as you begin to understand where you are and what is happening around you. I'm over in a meadow uh, and there's a, it's like a stable with horses and some of the horses are out, um, just they're, they're fenced in, they're up by the stable. It's just a beautiful, bright, sunny day. Right. 
there were people over. I don't see any people anymore. There were people that were coming to my mind. Right. If I kind of looked and thought about the horses, the people. Were the people coming to your mind as riding the horses or caring for them or owning them? No, they were just different people. Okay. I took my attention from them. Okay. So what are you doing right now? Kind of looking lost because I was wondering where the people went. Right. I'm just, I'm just, are you on foot? Uh, no, I'm just kind of floating in the air. Oh, okay. Traveling. Just a couple of spirits just flying around. So are you, do you have form? Not that I can tell. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just cute. No, nothing, nothing distinguishable. I just can tell if it's me and I can kind of be right. by the horses. I'm going there and just... Okay. Do you feel like you might be formless and in some sort of a different state, a different state of energy? Correct. Okay. I guess more like my mind is over there. It's more like not my body, just my mind. Just my mind over there. Right. Your consciousness. Yes. Okay. And what is the significance of this of this scene? Is there something significant happening here? No, well, the people I was, the, I was talking to with one person, and then I, I don't know, for some reason, I paid attention to something else and they're gone. Mm -hmm. It's all right. I'll come back if I need to. Yeah, you can always just be for a bit and set the intention that they'll they'll come back. Would you like to try that now? Yes. Okay. Well, let's take a minute and just be. You can be in whatever form you want or no form at all. And there's nothing you need to do. You just simply be. And while you're being, set your intention that you'd like whatever energies were there before to return for any other energies that are available to you now, and then just continue to be. Can you feel the atmosphere around you as you're just being? No. You should feel the atmosphere around you. You don't have to think or do anything, but feel the atmosphere around you. Is it cool or hot? Is it heavy or light? Is it wet or dry? Tell me what the atmosphere around you feels like. It's a light atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Nice, this bright day. You say it's a bright day? Yes. Okay. It's very peaceful. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of wind. The horses aren't really moving. They're just... It's kind of there, I guess, chewing and eating and not aware. They don't seem to be aware of, of me or anything else. Would there be any purpose to go inside the stables right now? To take a peek inside the stables? Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a, it's, um, yes. So I'm, I went into the stable. 
kind of see a, a person in overalls, like, I guess, breaking the hay, I guess, whatever you're supposed to do in a stable. Mm-hmm. He's like, I kind of don't want to interrupt him. I'm kind of just watching. Yeah. Do you think you could ask him a question? Ask him where where you are, where he is? No, I don't. I just kind of want to watch his. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I feel standoffish, like I'm just observing. Okay. Oh, I just feel like I don't really want to talk to that person. I just want to just kind of observe. Okay. I guess learn. I'm, sure. This kind of, I'm kind of like I, I've personally never really did any stable work. So I'm more kind of sitting back, just watching them do turn that. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> sure. Are there any other people in the stable besides him? No, but there seem to be like I'm on one end of the stables and the, the gentleman's in the middle mm-hmm. and I can see through the other side. And it, it seems like there's people like walk, like walking down towards the stable, like approaching like, it from outside. They're talking amongst themselves, mm-hmm. and they're not they they're obviously not paying attention. They're not looking forward towards the stable. They're just walking this direction mm-hmm. towards us. Right? Can you get close and listen to what they're saying? Well, they're, they're going to come down to the stable and kind of have a meeting of the minds because horses can understand, like, the horses are really spiritual or energetic, like, are mm-hmm. really in tune with spirits or frequencies. Right. They're saying it's a really cool place to have meetings because you can't, you have to be authentic. Otherwise, you'll irritate the horses. Ah. Oh. And so these are spiritual people that are approaching the stable? They're coming in human form. Maybe we're going to talk about what our intentions We asked. Yeah, so we're in the barn, and they have like this, um, like behind, uh, it's an office, like a, a, it's an office, like a meeting room. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's glass that kind of looks out into the meadow on one side in the bar. Like, I get, let me. Like a conference room? Yeah. So you, you walk into the barn and you open these, or you slide this door open in the barn and you're in this nice conference room with glass windows that open the, on the opposite side of the door, of course, the glass that kind of just opens up into the, you can just see the, the beautiful meadow and, it's a clear sky there's a round table there's some couches some bar there's a lot there's like a conference table more like a or there's a rectangle table and there's an oval table there's kind of a, a like a little nook with where there's some books and a coffee table and rocking chairs the couch it's kind of like a little oasis in the barn but it doesn't smell like horses (laughs) and all of these people that were approaching are heading to this conference room yes and are and are you here in this conference room now 
Yes. Okay. Could these people be coming to have a conference with you included? That's what I believe, yes. Okay. They're all, they all have apparently been here, so they're just um, getting out, maybe getting coffee or something to drink, kind of getting ready. Okay. And where will they sit? Um, this, the oval table. Okay. Four of them. Two guys and two girls. Okay. Myself, but I don't like. I'm still a consciousness, just there. There, right. they are. Do they have physical form? Yes. Okay. Well, they don't have like faces that I can make out. They just have bodies. Okay. Now that I'm, I'm gonna come over to the table and sit down. Okay. Are they seated now? Yeah. Um, all but one. There are three of them are. The other one's okay. still getting whatever and they're just waiting. Okay. And they welcome me there. One of the ladies is just welcoming me. She like, welcome. What's happening now? Well, they're... <laughs> I, they can see I'm kind of not sure what we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm not rush them, but I'm like, I'm, I'm here, and they acknowledge me. So I'm just kind of sit and be quiet and let them start talking. And Are they talking yet? Yes, but I can't hear. Yes. Can you, can you tell me what they're saying? No, not yet. I can't. They're not talking to me. It's not, it just it seems like they're having the conversation for my benefit. Like I'm there. They're talking among themselves. Yes. Okay. And I'm just kind of listening and learning, but I keep, I'm not sure yet. She was she was about to say something. So I did say, "What is this meeting about?" And she's the higher forms of consciousness. And it's, well, this helped me to tell people about their purpose, or is it, or is this more about why we're seeing so many people hurting and hearing of suicides and then wanting to commit suicides? I said it's it's all connected. As we as we move into higher forms of consciousness, there's some internal struggles of people who are not quite ready to leave the past behind. They have to do the work, just like she said you, meaning I had to do the work to get into the next level. And one of the guys is like, yeah, or he said it more confidently, yes. Can't go into this next level with with the old ways of thinking. Okay, I, I, so I said, okay, I get that. And so I said, but even though I meant, all right, can we focus more kind of on people's purpose? And they said, it's simple. Your, your purpose is to learn and to grow, to learn your lessons. And I, and I interrupted karma, like karma, karmetic lessons. He's like, he's kind of like, if you want to call it that, but yeah, to, to learn, to learn your lessons and grow so that you can be on the next in the next dimension 
became the next stage. And we in there, these, the other gentlemen speaking, I didn't ask their names yet. But I said, we, sorry. Yeah, we come here, we come here to learn and to grow, but we have to, well, we have to remember. Sometimes we learn too much here on earth that we can't remember. So our perp, and then the, the lady who hasn't talked yet, she's saying that then the purpose of you being on this planet is really to remember, to remember who you are. And she's reminding me of when I was reading about in, in Jesus in the Essenes or the other book, They Walked with Jesus, I, was, I had asked the questions of how did Jesus always remember who he was? Like, he, I guess did, my question was, did he always, since he was birth, remember who he was? And that's why he knew exactly what he had to do in his journey here. And they're saying not only did he remember who he was, but everyone else knew who he was. And it was a constant reminder of what he was here to do. And they're saying everyone back then kind of was more aware of who they were and what they were supposed to do. So now I'm asking what I'm asking first. So I'm asking if if I was sitting one-on-one or in a group like this with some people who are maybe trying to define their purpose or trying to, to, to chase purpose, so to speak, um, there's, and they're kind of saying, you don't chase purpose. You, ha- you have a purpose. It, it, it's who you are. It's, what you, it's, it's literally who you are. You don't chase it. You kind of live. You live out your purpose. So I'm at, and I'm asking, maybe I misunderstood. Maybe I'm using the wrong word of what's purpose mean, but I'm trying to figure out how we get on the same page so that I can understand that. What's it? What is it? Yeah, you have to live. You just live in joy. And, okay, so they said you have to live in joy. And then I kind of interrupted, like, the um uh, the manipulation of energy, like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, we kind of choose, well, we, we choose our, our kind of like state of being. And they showed me like people in different situations in the world, like people who are, um, who live in like trash mountain, where every day they get up and go to this mountain of trash to find food and things to sell. And um, I've personally never been there, but they're showing me how kids and adults grow up there and they, they live, they survive just doing that. And they've done it for years, but there's kind of their countenance is still happy. Like they're thankful. just kind of thankful to be alive. They're just so different from the U S why are they showing this to you? Well, it seems to show that, like, we, it, it kind of doesn't matter your situation. You can use your mind to, like, to create joy, to create peace, well, to create peace where you are. So, and they, they say create peace because we're struck, we like, we just carry so much. We're just so 
confused with a whole bunch of life stuff that it it matters, but if we were to focus kind of more on the spiritual or the mental and being hot, like, so anyway, I'm, they're showing me something and I'm kind of experiencing it as well. So that's kind of why I'm struggling how to say it. It's like, sure. even the people that have kind of bad lives, you hear stories of them still being happy, still like, still finding joy, still find ways to make it. And sometimes people that have maybe all the material things or, uh, or, and I'm asking specifically got men who kind of seem to have it all, you know, wife, kids and business, and they seem to be doing good to certain people's standards. They may, oftentimes people aren't doing good by their own standards. They keep, we, they, they keep, maybe comparing themselves to a to the world standards or to some to some unwritten well, let me ask is that explaining the suicidal thoughts i think it's kind of both he's we keep like inside of ourselves or some people but all of us we are comparing ourselves to some what we imagine to be i guess the right thing or the best life or we keep comparing ourselves to something that it like it it got in our minds it doesn't exist like excuse me in our minds it exists uh, so like we keep wanting more and wanting better than we keep wanting something more or different than what we already have and that's that cognitive dissonance of kind of what 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 people any of us when we think there's something better or there's something more in a sense that that doesn't quite exist but it's hard to explain like okay let me listen because there's i'm like okay let me tell you try to explain where i am i am like my consciousness is like in somebody else's body it's not me it's in another person's body and i can kind of see that this person, like this per this body that I'm in, it kind of wants to be in enough in like I, I guess for sake of trying to explain it, they want to be their higher self, but it's not necessarily their higher. They just want more or better, or they just want something more, better. Like they have this idea, or ha the body that I'm in kind of has this idea of a part of them differently and while the mind can create that to exist kind of what they're wanting doesn't really exist like or it's something they can't really obtain but i i don't know how they hope I, they can't obtain like and it's that that diff ah it's that difference of how they see themselves they see that higher self and they don't see how to obtain it and they think they can't obtain it but they know it's there. There we go. So it's not that it doesn't exist. They they don't see yet how to go from where they are in the present to that, what they're imagining, what they're seeing, what they're envisioning as better. Oh, really? So I, I think, okay, I guess let me ask you. Uh, anyway, well, we're not at the table anymore. I'm not at the table. I'm in this 
I'm in the mind or the, I guess the mind of this other person's body. And okay. I, can, I can see kind of through, it's male, through his eyes, like he keeps looking that he wants to be a better version of himself, right. higher, but he doesn't know how to get there. Right. There we go. And so it's, it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that to them, they can't obtain it. And that's what's making them, they're, I mean, kind of the, it's like they're not good enough where they're at because they can see a version of them that's better than, than the them that they are present. And so they keep comparing their everyday life to that version of, of their higher self, I guess. And it's that dissonance of not knowing how to get there and recognizing where they are in their everyday life. So my next question would be, how do they get there? How do we go from our present everyday life where we can see higher possibilities greater for ourselves? How do we make that leap? How do we make that jump? And they're saying that's your purpose. Your purpose is to do that, to grow to grow to that next level and how do we get and each person is different there's several steps you have to take but each person has to just on their journey there's uh what you what do you just uh say oh on your journey there's milestones and <laughs> oh but sometimes we overlook the milestones in that we're growing towards that vision of our higher selves. So because people aren't paying attention or aren't aware of the milestones, that they are growing towards that higher self, they're, they think they're still so far away from it. So now, they're, now I'm, I'm still in this other person's body. Well, I'm not in it. I'm observing it. I'm aware of it now. I'm outside of the body. And the body is like walking towards a mile, like a mile marker, so to speak, a, a, a set point, a stake in the ground. And the body's walking towards it, which is actually leading to the higher self. But the person, their body, their, their body is still looking backwards towards where they came from not where they are right now and recognizing that where they are right now is our steps closer to where they're trying to be. So they're making progress, but they can't perceive it. Yes. I see. All right. Now we're back to the tape. Now we're back to the barn, the conference room. Okay. Because I asked the question that kind of led to this. So you, you've got to live with, with, they say joy and excitement and recognize each and every day you are growing towards your higher self. You're going to make mistakes. There's going to be things that you may not like about yourself, but from these, you learn and you grow. And, and, and uh, the other girl or one of the ladies, she's like, just, just tell them. And, uh, and I guess the other dude is like, he's like, He's kind of imitating like in the 70s or like a hippie. He's like, it's all about love, dude. It's love. People got to start loving themselves. And the other lady's like, yeah, that, 
that's the short answer is is love but the long answer is it looks different for each person to love themselves each and every day because people start hating different parts of themselves you start hating the life that they're living they start even though they've created it they start hating it and some of some people recognize it's their own fault and some people are maybe are refusing to recognize it's their own fault and some people just have no idea yet you just don't know but for the people that are are a lot of people that you're hearing of committing suicides or they it's because they see a better version of themselves and they don't see how to get to mm-hmm. they don't see how to get there and it's, it's so frustrating and they get in such a darkness because they can't they can't they don't know how to get there and i guess they're i don't want to guess things. so I, i'm when i was about to say i guess I more meant to ask them, what about like people that are trying to help them or, or why aren't they reaching out? That, that was more my next question. And it's more like they don't really know how to reach out or they don't, they don't know how to explain kind of what I'm just explaining in that they see a better version of themselves, but they don't know how to get there. And, it, and I'm, I'm like, man, I totally understand that. How do you tell somebody I'm not good enough. Like basically you're saying I'm not good enough because I see a version of myself that I I want to be in it. And it looks like everything I want, but I also recognize exactly where I'm at. And it's, I don't like it. How do I, how does a person say I'm not good enough to be that version of me that I see? And they, you know, and then darker energies come in and start seeing, you know, kind of telling them, yeah, you're, you're right. You'll never make it there. You're, you're better off. Or even when they have a little mistake, yeah, see, made a mistake, keep messing up. You're never going to be that. You're never going to compare. And it's back back to the word compare. You're never going to compare to that higher self that you keep envisioning. So, so I'm going to, I'm asking them, I'll ask out loud. So what should people who are hearing this what should we do to help them? How can we help them? Can we help them? And um, they threw out a couple of things, but oh man, specifically, they just said, just remind kindness. Like they said, all kinds of things have to do with kindness. But one of the ladies, she said, kind of in the simplest way, just remind people they're enough, like who they are. When you, especially your friends and family, just like, I love you for you. I'm proud of you. Like, and even people, like, even people that are kind of like doing kind of bad, when you remind them of you still love them, you're proud of them, even though they're not making the healthiest decisions, it 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 touches them in the place where they've kind of locked off from people because nobody's reminded them and told them, like, hey, I still love you. I still like, man, I still have great memories with you. I like, it's those, you, you have to, you have to kind of bring them back to reality, back to the moment. It's kind of funny in a sense, they, they have to get out of their head. Their mind is playing 
in a sense, playing tricks on them. They're doing okay. Where they're at in life, they're still alive. They still have a chance to, to make it to that higher self. But there's just not enough people or there's not enough, okay, not enough, just people aren't reminded enough. Those little one-on-one conversations, we talk about, you know, just superficial stuff so often. And sometimes we're scared to talk about deep, personal, authentic stuff. That's, but that's the real, that's life. We can't be afraid of life. The superficial stuff is just block this. It's in the way of you remembering who you are. And it's in the way of you reaching your higher self. Kindness, compassion, love. <laughs> and I, uh, they're reminding me earlier, I posted and I said, if you need a friend, be a friend. And they're saying, you kind of, you just have to take that mentality. Even though it's hard to be a friend when you're kind of in a dark place, that's just what it takes. A random act of kindness. For, for those people that are in the, some of the darkest places. And then for those people who, who aren't necessarily in the darkest places, but they want to kind of manifest to that higher self, you can literally take your mind and put your mind and say, or your consciousness and say, if I was in that body, if I was that right now, this is what I would do. This is how I'd go about it. If like the people, so the people that can see their higher self and they compare themselves and they're like, I'm not there yet. They are there. Just take your consciousness and put it. So, you know what? Or I'm putting it in my words. Like I can be that. I can be like, if I was this higher self, I would do this. So do that. If I was that higher self, like the higher self that you're envisioning is because you are, you're capable of it. You just have to, Act as if, assume the position, just start behaving as if you're that higher self already. Now they're, they're kind of, we're all kind of looking at each other, trying to let all of this digest. Cause I was like, oh, there's a lot that's kind of heavy. <laughs> so we're just quiet for a moment. So I'm asking, is there any way to tell, to kind of just look at a person and know that maybe they're potentially suicidal? <laughs> they're sick. I laugh and they're saying, well, if you kind of just treat everyone as if they're already suicidal. And I'm like, I mean, they're they're kind of serious, but I'm laughing because I'm like, well, and that makes sense. But that's so, it's kind of so foreign to us. But what they're saying is just be kind. And, and rec- but sometimes pe- people just want to be acknowledged. We, And they're saying, we've talked about this. Sometimes you just got to acknowledge people. That, right. That's for light, just acknowledging them. Sometimes they'll remember, hey, you said hi to me. Or um, I'm thinking of situations of homeless people and said, you, you know, maybe you gave me, you know, a few dollars or you, you said hi. You acknowledge, you, you were one person that didn't walk by and kind of turn away and like avoid maybe eye contact or avoid the fact that I was there. That's a great example. Oh, okay. And now they said, well, they're like, but on a positive note, the consciousness of the earth is shifting. It is rate rising. A lot of people are becoming more in tune and aware of the shift and raising their frequency and vibration and changing their habits. 
um, specifically with food and their uh, consumption. And then we're just changing how they think. And a lot of the stuff that's went on in the world in the last years has kind of just jolted some people. <laughs> they didn't say wake, wake them up, but it's kind of like a lot of people were zombies. And because balance was thrown off so much, they, uh, they're getting back to it, getting back, recognizing who they were, who they are. L.A.? Yes. I'm sorry I lost you there for a minute. It's all right. Where are you now? All right. Did you, did you hear me share that the, on the positive note, the earth is, are there's a lot of people that are the rising consciousness? Yes, that's right when I lost you. They're just saying there's a lot of people that are just, the, the last three years kind of jolted people out of their mundane day-to-day things and they're changing their life. They're changing their eating habits. They're changing what they're consuming. They're recognizing a lot of lies that have been told. Right. They're just, they're kind of taking their lives back into their own. And there's, and the group is saying, and this is good. This is good. And then, oh, okay. So um, after they said this is good, I wanted to ask about a lot of, there's, I feel like there's still going to be a lot of people that don't make this transition. And I feel like this is going to be the year, a tough year, meaning specifically a lot of people are going to die. Um, And they're saying a lot of people don't have to die, but it's going to take us, I mean, it's going to take people who are more aware. It's going to take us kind of, being, it's going to take us being patient, but kind of walking with walking with a lot of people on this journey. So, oh, so they gave me a picture of like I'm a candle, like a light, and a lot of people are in the and then okay, so I'm like a candle, just in the it, the all right. The scene is dark. The the like I don't know. It's like darkness, but I'm a candle, like in the shape of a, a stick candle, right? And, and it's lit, and I'm kind of hanging up in the air and then there's like a fort like dark fort well i could see trees and there's people that are coming to my light and because they're coming out of that darkness and i'm kind of being a light and i'm going to guide them i'm going to be their light out of their out of that darkness and then to my right and to my left i can see other candles and then tons of people like come walking towards the candles because all of our, our wow. candles. Oh, and then as they came, as they're approaching us, they're within my kind of within the sphere of the flame. Like then they become candles and their light turns on. And they're now they're light, lit up. And it's like there's trick, and it's like every, each candle is light. They're all the lights are being lit back one by one. Yeah. So the people, the <laughs> the light carriers. Like we, we have to do our job and that's just to be that light, to be a, well, I'm going to use the word, be a steady light. And there's people that are going to come to us and we're going to help them get their light back and help them shine. And then they're in turn going to, you know, pass it on to the next one and the next one and the next one. So much so that it doesn't matter who started lighting the lights, that there's just so many people coming into the light that is just, it's not about one person. It's about 
every all the people that came out of the darkness that now have a light they want to it's like now i got they want to go back and get somebody like like i know somebody else who's still in the dark let me go come you know let me go get them and you know share my light with them so i'm just here i'm still kind of a candle the consciousness of a candle and i can i'm watching all the light just like like millions or billions just lights just are can't by light i mean candles being lit i mean there's still some dark like some areas of darkness because like i said there's millions or billions but i get the point of everything's becoming a light a candle and so does this have anything to do with the three waves volunteers these points of light all right i well i didn't hear anything but i i don't i want to go back to the to the conference room so like okay. my to go back so i'm trying to well all right see that's <laughs> they're they're laughing because they're saying see that's what we mean is you are somewhere exactly where you're supposed to be yet you want to go back over here <laughs> and you're saying that's that's what people are like you're right where you're supposed to be. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. You are that higher self, but you want to go back, back. <laughs> so they're, <laughs> so they're, they're like, they're telling me just wait, like, just kind of wait right here and settle back, settle back down. Appreciate where I'm at for the moment. And then they'll tell me about the three waves. <laughs> And I, I just told him, thank you for just reminding me to enjoy, enjoy where I'm at. And so I, I asked them their names, or they said, what's your names? And I, they, they said, our names are insignificant. Said, All right, I'll leave it at that. And I'm, now I'm kind of calling my guardian angel, Michelle. Mm -hmm. See if Michelle is supposed to be. <laughs> Uh, he showed up like uh, <laughs> uh like <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because he showed up kind of like the idea is like a gladiator, like with the sandals and a kind of a skirt and a breastplate and but with the big angel wings behind it. And, right. and so I'm like because I don't know why he showed up like that. It's cool. Maybe he was, oh, shit, maybe he was fighting some battles. Maybe that's his worst. He's saying this is kind of more of his messenger, like he's kind of like more of his messenger stuff, as opposed to sometimes when he's just talking with me. It's not really, I mean, this is us talking, but this way he kind of has a mess, like it's more like a messenger, like a message. So he has access to another entity or energy that that is sending the messages. Yes. Or okay. Well, I, oh, he's saying sometimes when we talk, we're just we're talking, and but this one, it's like a he wants me to know it. It's a separation. It's a direct message from. Well, I haven't had. Yeah, like you said, from another entity that is going to, to like it. There's something special about this message. Okay. Versus, 
how Michelle and I just normally have conversed and I've experienced him. So this is a message that's coming through Michelle from another source. Yes. Okay. And I'm still kind of looking like, kind of laughing, like, why is your messenger outfit like Cupid or something? Or <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> it, it's funny to me, but I recognize that it's different and that there's something more to this. So share with me more about the waves. So, well, the first, I just said, share with me the three ways of volunteers. And he said, it's like that light there, like, like that candle I mean, specifically. And then I was, I wanted to let you know, that's what I asked, but then I'm asking, so now I'm asking, all right, let's be more specific. What, I guess, kind of what are the three ways of volunteers and what's ours purpose or our part in it? So the, the volunteers are, are spirits who volunteered to come to this earth and help raise, the, raise consciousness. A lot of us remember who we are. The, he said a lot, of, a lot of us remember who we are, and that's why we're on this planet. And we're to help the others, help all the other people kind of remember who they are. Some of us, some of the ways volunteers kind of got a little distracted, but it's not pot like, but we're, but you're, I don't know, what he's, right. he's, he just said got a little distracted, but it's not possible for them to, to get off of their goal, what they're supposed to do. A lot of people said some, some just kind of got distracted. What's their purpose? What's our purpose? Is that, oh, he, okay, I'm starting to get distorted, like, He's Michelle's kind of getting distorted. I'm losing. Not getting the message. Is he still there? Yes. But I feel like we're okay. I feel like we're getting separated. We're like we're distancing from each other. Like he's getting this. Like, Oh, he said I'm forcing it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just relax. Oh, okay. So they, he showed me that he was getting distorted and separated because I was forcing it, and I wasn't listening to the message. I was trying to make up my own message. Okay, got it. Ready to listen. The three waves have an assignment to do on this earth as your planet shifts literal from its current 3D consciousness unto the fourth and fifth. You all have volunteered to make that journey and to lead others in that journey. It matters not what wave you are in, only that you do what you agreed to do. And as more and more people are coming in tune with the frequencies of their higher selves. Some people will die. They won't make the transition. And this is okay because they couldn't make the, they, they wouldn't be able to at that frequency. It's, so I asked 
I was just kind of thinking, is it population control? And uh, like, will a lot of people die? Will like billions of people die? But you said it's, you said it's not population control. There's just those that are ready, those that have learned their lessons, those who have accepted what's next. So I'm asking what's our, yours, yours and our purpose exactly, specifically referring to the, the waves. And there, he's saying yours is kind of, you're doing exactly, well, he didn't say kind of, but it's my words. You're doing exactly what's needed. You're helping other people to get in touch with other dimensions and other selves and other realities so that they can become their higher selves. And they can, in turn, go and, and help the next people, and the next person. And you're, you're saying you're also a people. I don't know. There's anyway, there seems to be like more than one person talking. But anyways, they, you're saying you, sorry. Oh, you're learning and you're growing too. And you, there's some deeper revelations for you in your sessions. Oh. <laughs> and then there, that's <laughs> And he's reminding me that, or I guess to remind you that there's a reason you came back to those certain books, those things, because you kind of have a, it's like it kind of gave you a baseline and now you can go deeper into them and take them even to an even higher level or to a next level. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And, he's, uh, and the older books, the better. A lot of times the older books were had a clearer and direct communication with the higher realms. How old? How old? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's quiet. I think that's so funny. Oh, I'm laughing because <laughs> it's just, I feel like that's a simple question. <laughs> and well, ma- everybody kind of went silent. <laughs> like, uh, what was that question? Shouldn't have been surprised. You should know she was going to ask. Maybe we shouldn't ask questions and just continue to listen. <laughs> now I feel like, like Michelle and some. I, I can't tell if there's somebody else, like there. Like I don't sense their well. I don't see any figure and I, I don't really sense it, but I'm like, but Michelle's kind of like acknowledging something or someone there to me, to me, he, he appears to be acknowledging something there. Okay. Well, I'll describe the, so we're kind of, all right, I guess is it, <laughs> oh, it's like we're in space, like in space, in the sky. Um, I don't see stars, but it's not like pitch black. It's not like dark. It's it's dark and is, or there's enough, I guess, light from somewhere that we can see each other. And you can see, it's like, I don't really know how to explain. It's just not dark. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> and my consciousness is beside the candle, the candle that I was earlier. Right. That's probably the light, though. <laughs> Anyway, so the, the I'm aware of the candle kind of like beside me and in my consciousness. And then Michelle's off to my left. Okay. Uh, facing me, but I'm not faced like 
I'm I'm like facing forward. And so when I look to and Michelle's at my left facing me. So we're at what's that perpendicular? Like he can see the left side of my face, but I can see all of his face that when I look left, if that makes sense. Um sorry, Michelle. I figured I'd describe it since you stopped answering that quickly. <laughs> Is he still dressed in the gladiator outfit? Yes. With wings? Correct. Yes. Okay. And I'm still on there like, what's wrong? What? I thought we were supposed to talk and answer these questions. <laughs> but I but then he's like, you're he's saying you're right. I need to settle down and listen to the message. Sometimes it's harder on the volunteers because mm -hmm. you volunteered and you knew it was a hard job. And it and sometimes you're just like, you know, I knew it was a hard job, but I didn't know it was going to be this hard, so to speak. Right. So what can they do? Just carry on. So you're, you're to carry on. Every, you're all doing your job. You're all doing what you're supposed to do. Um, kind of the shift in the earth and some things that are going to happen politically will help you, will help, will help all of the volunteers. And then, so I'm asking politically in the U.S., and they're saying politically all over the world. Can they give us more information on that? It's, some transitions will be taking place, and these will kind of be, these will be, these will be signs for you to know that it, to, that it's okay to press forward, to keep going. This is a sign for you, for you volunteers, that it's like, I guess it's okay. Like, yeah, you're going to have more freedoms everywhere. Wonderful. I'm going to have more freedoms. And some of the things that seem like there, there's less freedom or it seems like the people can't get out of, of the... It's, he didn't specifically say China, but I'm kind of like looking at a map in the area of what we would call China. And, there, and there's, so that's what I'm seeing. And you're saying some of the people that kind of feel trapped, that they feel like they can't break free or get out of, of their, I don't know if it's political, like they're still going to be able to do what they came here to do. Uh, they're saying nothing can stop, stop, a, stop you volunteers. This, this is how it was supposed to be. This is kind of how it was designed. And he said, I can read the, I can read the Lord's Cannon's book. Cause I was, I was going to ask, is any of this in the book? And he's like, you can read it. Like, so what, so is there anything as volunteers or even people who aren't volunteers need to do? Watch for the signs. Okay. They're all over the earth. Some of them you've seen as far as with like with the flooding in California, the earthquakes that are to come, there will, just as the earthquakes shake up the earth, there will be a shaking of, shaking of all things. A shaking of all things. What, what are some, what's, this, is there any particular sign, it's a special significant sign just for us? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> We already gave you your your sign is you volunteered to, to be here <laughs> and go through whatever is going through on this planet. But they're showing me that okay, kind of like the, the, the globe. Show me a globe, sphere globe, and then like with the shaking of the globe, 
shaking of the planet, it's like producing a copy of itself. So it's like, so, or I, I can see it. How do I explain it? How do I see? It? Sorry, you have a ball. You have a glow or a ball, and as a shaking, it's like shaking off a uh, or sh- out of it comes a a duplication. Okay. A copy of itself, a new earth. Okay. So they're showing me a new earth out of this earth. Can they both coexist? No. So what will, how will that be resolved? That planet will be destroyed. Which one? The old, the old one. Really? But they, they, they use the word destroyed, but I'm like, I'm, so I'm asking like, will it blow up? Will it like, is it like any of the movies we've seen where it's like, I don't you know, and they just know nothing further on how it will be destroyed. Same destruction. Uh, and then he reminded me the words, like my interpretation of destruction, because I'm trying to ask how it is, like how it's going to be destroyed. But he said, the, sometimes we have, it, the, I understand the word destruction, but I don't know. But like, it may mean something different. So destroyed may just mean like not used, not inhabitable, not, you can't have people on it anymore. Unusable. I guess so. Just destroyed can mean different things, but he doesn't say like specifically how it will be destroyed. But he's reminding me like destruction's not just like exploding or fire and earth fire all around. Like so, destroyed could just mean not usable. Like I mean, just not usable. And we will shift. He said we'll shift with the new earth. And when this new earth comes, we won't. Act. It won't be the problems. The low frequency problems won't exist. I see. When will it come? Yeah. Oh, that, that's kind of what I'm asking. I'm asking, have I read about, like, we've heard people say new earth. So I'm asking, have I read about this somewhere? Like, or where to go to? But when will it come? Well, it's kind of like you have some time, but it's also like 30, like, it's like, well, it didn't say exactly, but I was kind of asking like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And like, there's like, I, it doesn't say in a date, but like I can visual, like meet my consciousness can visualize like 2050, 2065. I can't quite visualize 2080 or 2085. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that means anything, but I, okay. I, I can't see it, but I can see like the, I can still see kind of, I guess both planet, I can still see both planets, but that doesn't mean that, like I said, destruction means different can, can mean a lot of things. Uh, but I feel like I can see the year 2065 existing on the old earth or the new earth. Well, that, that's what I, it doesn't. Okay. No, I see both, both like it because that's kind of what I, I see. But I was saying I can see both spheres, but like I was saying, destruction doesn't mean like it explode or disappeared. Right. It could still literally be there, physic in, in the 
I guess, physical form or co conscious form. I, guess, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it because everything's energy. So it could still exist, but we've energetically transitioned to a, a whole new one, a whole new right. one. Right, right. And would there be some people who stayed on the old or would it be destroyed? I kind—I kind of don't want to know that answer. Kind of, I don't want to ask it. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, I can like like you said, I can see twenty sixty-five. Right. So I don't know what that means. Well, are you still at the table? No, we're we're up in the in space. Okay. Is there anyone there with you? Any any energy? that's present right now that could answer that question we had about a roadmap of sorts to manifesting within multiple dimensions. <clears throat> uh, so I asked, is there any, cause Michelle was still in kind of like that gladiator messenger suit. Um, and I said, I asked, is there anything else about the waves of volunteers and kind of like, the, I guess that other entity that Michelle was acknowledging they said or michelle kind of flew off and um <laughs> and now they're just like you're you're on the right path you're doing good well done so i think that closes that I, as far as okay. the ways of, uh, and so now i am going back to the conference table conference room i have to stay like i'm outside the stables i'm walking in uh and i I wanted to walk in to see that the guy that was bailing hay, and he's kind of sitting there on his lunch break. <laughs> okay. Acknowledge me, kind of just sitting, chewing, and enjoying. Acknowledges me. It's good in here. He's just, chew, you know, kind of just not, not really talking, but just acknowledging. And I, I think, <laughs> I think part of me acknowledging him is what they had talked about earlier is just seeing those people who you may overlook, right? When I first came, he was he was just doing his job, moving, the, he had the pitchfork and the hay and doing what he was supposed to do. And I didn't interrupt him, I didn't say anything. And now he's kind of on his break and I, I came to see him and just I said, hey, it looks good in here and it doesn't smell. <laughs> and he just shaking his head like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And now I'm go, going to the conference room. And they're, and they're oh, they're, they all stood up when I came in, and they're like, it's important that you acknowledge those people. It's important that you see that. I don't know if they mean just me personally or if they mean that for everybody. But those, they, all, they all stood up, and it's like, it's important that you, you see those people who, who are doing like maybe the little dirty jobs that you don't want to do or you don't have to do or the things that kind of make this make life better for all of us somebody does those little jobs which are a big help and it's important that you see them that you acknowledge them and you recognize them yeah i told them i like doing that i like appreciating i like all right so i'm at the table i'm like all right we're here to talk about a a, a roadmap to manifestation within the dimension who's at the table uh, two guys and two girls again. Okay. Uh, it's still an oval table. Whoop. Right. But but I feel now like the two guys are on 
but they happen to be on my right. And the two girls are on my left. But I feel like I'm at the head of the table, kind of away from them. Even though it's oval, like I'm, I feel like they're at one end and I'm on the other end of it. Right. And they're females. Is it like maybe their position to answer your questions? I, I, yes, that's how I feel. Like I can ask, right. just talk, you know. Maybe there'll be some conversing between, like, I, like they're kind of conversing between them right now themselves, or I can't hear them. But I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm like, all right, well, I'm ready. Let's let's do this. So do you have a? Because I I kind of forgot what I was asking. Well, we were asking him for that roadmap to manifesting within the multiple dimensions. So I would like a map, a clear way, concise, to manifest within the dimensions. Higher realms. Oh, all right. I guess you start. So they're kind of going to draw me a map, I guess. <laughs> so like the idea of you start here. So start like an X, kind of like... I don't know, like a like literally a map, I guess. You start here, which is exactly where you are. You start wherever you are. Makes sense. You go start, start there. And then you take into your mind or your consciousness and you project it out. So you take into your mind, your thought, whatever it is you want, or what what you're trying to achieve, or whatever it is you want. And you kind of project it in front of you. Um, like a so they're showing me like an old school projector, like on the or, or a movie right. reel. And you, right. So you project it in front of you. So you see it. You see exactly what you want. You can, you can literally, literally visualize it. You're projecting it in front of you. And you can, you can manipulate it, that projection. And you say, I want this, I want this. It's like you can, you're creating your own, <laughs> your man. Creating your own, uh, whatever you're manifesting, you're creating it yourself, and so you can mix and match and edit and, and project the part, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish or or have obtain. Okay, so you visually you, you get it in your mind, you project it in front of you, and the and you literal like I guess figuratively, but to what their example is showing me is. I literally step into that movie, like step into that screen. So from where I'm starting, where I'm standing, like I literally put myself into that projection. What? Like I see. You literally put yourself in there. And so now I'm asking, so what if I, like if I wanted to manifest like a new, well, first I was thinking money. Now I'm like, no, but so I, then I was like, well, like a ring. What if I wanted to manifest a new ring? And they're they're saying, well, what kind of ring? And what like you gotta be super specific. And then I had a visualization of myself just picking up this gold ring. It's not, I mean, it's just a I can't explain the ring anymore. It's gold because I and I can see that it's gold, but there's no details to it because I just said a ring and my subconscious was like gold, but I just see myself picking it up. So how I manifest that is to visualize myself or put, project my conscience into that part that uh, it's not a person, but into that picture. Like, uh, how do I, so I was outside watching the movie 
of me picking up a gold ring. And they said to put myself in that person's shoes, so to speak, project my mind as if I'm the one literally picking up the ring. I see. And I'm the one, I'm doing it. Like project your mind into that possibility so that you become literally that person that's picking it up. And then they're saying sometimes things manifest faster than other based off your belief it based off your how much power you have belief but power in that vision of you actually literally pick up at least for this, this example of you picking up that gold ring that makes total sense and they're sharing that like a lot of the stories we've heard from people who manifest quickly it is your free your energy the the excitement or the energy that you put behind that the the emotion or the emotion but they used energy because energy is vibration see everything everything is happening at the same time at that frequency but if you want to manifest it in your present reality you have to feel or act as if it's actually happening you have to you just have to with every fiber in in your body you have to believe you are picking up that ring there's no difference between what you see on the projection and what you're experiencing in your present reality. However, in your present reality, you may not actually be picking up the ring, but in your mind, it's so real. I see. That it's already happened. And so when it, so <laughs> they'll use the word deja vu. So when it happens, when it manifests, when it actually does happen, it's deja vu. You've already seen it happen. And not only that, wow. you've already seen it happen for all intents and purposes, it's already happened. Wow. And so that's why they call it deja vu because you've seen it already and you're just, in a sense, reliving it. Oh. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I, so, so, that, so now I'm at, like to manifest money or how, like, to manifest material things, it, it's almost all kind of the same. Is you, you, I mean, there's you, you have to believe that there's no difference between your present reality and the reality of whatever you're trying to manifest. And they're saying that's like that's across all levels, and your consciousness can create as far, or or okay, what is it? Sorry. As far as you think something is, you can have it in this in this present moment. If you can picture it, that if you can see it, you can and believe it, you can achieve it. Like if you can visualize it and and act as if it's all you already have it, it will come that much more quickly. Because in a different reality, it, it has already happened, and so. Oh, they're telling me the secret. <laughs> so the secret is you, like we're saying you. So when we started, I told you like where you're standing like on the X versus you are here. Mm-hmm. What, what happens when you project your consciousness, consciousness into that other reality, you actually move you, like the you moves into that reality where, where it, whatever it is you're manifesting is true. Like you, like 
so there's the reality or the dimension, excuse me, they want me to use the dimension, the dimension where you start. Mm-hmm. And then there's a dimension where you've created what you want. You literally transfer to that dimension, wherever on kind of whatever spectrum there is. So okay. The dimensions all exist, like you said, at the same time. But you literally trans you just transfer dimensions. And sometimes you can transfer them in an instant. Sometimes you can transfer, you know, sometimes it's instantaneously. Sometimes it takes a few hours. Sometimes it takes a few days. And then in certain cases, it does take a few years. But when you you believed it, it already happened. It's, It's as real as your thoughts. You just may not be in that. You the time could be longer or shorter based off your your belief, your oh your subconscious belief. Because in the, they had to point that out because I was asking why would it take years to manifest certain things, and there's and they said because sometimes your subconscious locks you. Like I believe I can, I believe I'm picking up a gold ring, and that's like. Anybody could lose a ring and I could find a gold ring. So my subconscious doesn't have a problem creating that reality. But there are some things like if I were to create a, if I wanted to like have a castle or own a, uh, a castle of land in the United States, well, my subconscious would be like, is there even any castles in the United States? <laughs> right. So while right. I would try to, while like consciously, I'm going to have this castle. This castle is mine. I, I see this, 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 and this. My subconscious is like, there's no castles in the United States. Even though I'd be like, there's no castles that I know of, but there is now because I created one. Exactly. Right? And I'm like, somebody built it somewhere. Maybe it just needs, right? But but the, the example is your subconscious hinders you. Right. They're saying this is with almost all manifestation. is is something inside of you your subconscious says that can't be true or that doesn't exist or that's not possible so the next question is how do you break that mental barrier right. so be, we said before i go on they they want to make sure you know i i knew that i got distracted they sorry let me make sure that i'm sorry oh that it okay Thank you. Uh, that if you're, if something doesn't manifest as quickly as you think it is, there there is a subconscious block. There's something in you that's saying either I don't believe this or I don't think this is possible, and you have to address that. And there's they're saying there's a, there's different ways to address that at different times. Sometimes, like for di- for each individual, it's different because each subconscious is different. So a good way to find out what's blocking you is to simply ask, is there anything that is blocking me from from achieving this or from manifesting this or or whatever it is? It's just to simply kind of get quiet and ask. Ask yourself or your subconscious, is there anything blocking me from achieving this manifestation? I wonder if this would be a good time to ask about learning to see with our third eye. 
can you manifest anything you want, good or bad? You're saying yes. So you can manifest bad things as well. <laughs> um, and, oh, so can you man? So I was asking, well, can you manifest harm to other people? And they're like, of course, yes, you can. It's the same idea of what kind of casting spells or yes, you can manifest or create bad things as well. Uh, and then can you repeat the question? Like, how do we see with our third eye? Yes. How do we learn to use our third eye to see? <sighs> All right. So there was so a word back at the table. And I asked that in there and they kind of had like a, like their third eye pop up and kind of like my third eye pop up. So I was just smiling at that, <laughs> just that visualization. Um, I have to pop, like, they're not saying anything because now my, my, my mind's right. Like I'm trying to answer it myself. I see. Well, let's mm -hmm. move on. We don't need to ask that question. We can ask that next time. Yeah, because I'm trying to answer it. I'm like, no. Yeah, don't. don't, yeah, no, don't do that. Ask them if there's anything else they want to tell us tonight. We're so glad you guys are doing this. We wish more people would because we're always communicating, but some people are afraid or don't acknowledge us. And so we can't, they, they don't let us, they don't hear us, even though we're communicating with them. And they're reminding me to tell that family about you. The world would be a, saying the world would be a better place if people understood the spiritual things that they are spirits and operated out of the spirit energy or spirit form more so than the flesh. Now they're kind of looking at each other like anything else this time. At least that, I mean, to me, they're looking at each other like that. So I'm asking, are, is there any assignments for me that, that I'm supposed to go to? Like, actually, I'm asking, what are my next steps? Like, what are the yes. next steps I'm supposed to take? It's a good question. Oh, oh, they said, do what you were going to do. do. Do what you're going to do. Um, what the dreams and the visions we've, we've given you are righteous, are right. Go, go do that. Do what, do what you're doing. The thoughts and ideas and plans you have, do do those, and start, and start writing stuff down. We've given you so much stuff, and you didn't write it down. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I think. Is there anything else? So when shall we? When shall we come back? Uh, they said whenever you like. We'll be here, and you have some work to do. So. L.A., can you ask them what my next steps are? Yeah. Are they able to tell you that? I think so. Your higher selves too, your consciousness too, too right? You said you're you're gathering you're gathering knowledge. Yeah. Ooh, your your work is important because you're gathering knowledge that's going to be used. But they didn't say for they just you're gathering knowledge that's going to be used. And I feel like they're, I'm, I feel like I'm missing. I'm, I'm, they kind of left me hanging, but I think it's for you. I think maybe it's for you to know. Like they say you're gathering knowledge for something important. So I, to me, I say it's important. 
but the, like I feel like they left not really a cliffhanger, but I mean there's we're still here at the table, but we're standing mm-hmm. up, you know, kind of how at the end of end of a meeting people are just kind of standing up talking, right? And they're like the, their minds gather, are halfway out the door. Yeah, you're gathering knowledge and information for something, but maybe I maybe they don't. I don't know what it is. Maybe you know, or maybe you're supposed to ask. Okay. But they're like, what? But I was like, what is your next? But what's her next steps? Show it. Well, show it. She said, or well, the, one of the ladies said, we'll show her. We'll show you. Okay. And you'll know it. <laughs> I'll show you, and you'll know it. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I was like, they're leaving me on a cliffhanger. I want to know. Like, they are. And so, oh, and I asked them, like, don't you have all the answers? And they're kind of looking like, there's, they didn't say this, but they're, I'm, I'm in telepathy. I guess all of it's telepathy, but they're saying me, like my, myself, they're saying like, no, they don't have all the answers. I have all the answers. Oh, have all the answers so i'm asking them like don't you have all the answers and they're like they didn't say it but they're kind of looking at me like no you're the one with all the answers we're inside of you you have all the answers and i i think i'm happy with that i i don't think i did 100 percent, but i'm i appreciate the answer that yes is there anything else that they wish to pass on to us before we say goodbye for now Okay. They said I can share with you kind of this the stuff that happened to me and they said we're they're happy for me because now I can do what I'm supposed to do. So. but no, that's it. Or just... Okay. Okay. Well, we thank them for their time tonight and their assistance. And we're going to bring your light body back to your physical body now. These sessions truly are life-changing for many, but this method is not necessarily for everyone. If you're curious as to whether a quantum journeying session would be right for you, feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to, to give you a free consultation on the phone. And perhaps one of these sessions would be right for you, but for one reason or another, we decide that I'm not the one to help you with it. I'm happy to refer you to other practitioners in my industry. If you would like a free consultation phone call, just drop me an email with your name, your phone number, and the best time to call you, and I'll reach out to you. The email address for this is freeconsult at expandingconsciousness.info. Again, that's free consult at expandingconsciousness.info. And you can always head over to my website for in-depth information on expanding consciousness. Mm-hmm.